This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Happy New Year, and welcome into The Odds Couple. I'm Randy Merkin, filling in for Carmen DeFalco. You really can't fill in for Carmen DeFalco, but... I will try. Uh, and I'm joined. Of course, we're all presented by Props. I'm joined by the great Mike North. Mike, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Randy. Uh, you know, hopefully it'll be better for everybody in the next uh, year. Uh, we know that uh, you lost your father this year. And, you know, I lost my dog. And there's all sorts of other people losing people because of certain situations with, with uh, what's going on with the pandemic. But, you know, hopefully things will get better. But, uh you know, you had some tough times, and uh, you know, hopefully things will turn around. Mike, you know, when we, we started this year, uh, it was the best of times. Uh, yep. my, my kids had their B'nai Mitzvah, and uh, it was a great time. And then the pandemic hit, and you're right, I lost my father in, uh, in October, and it was, it was rough. Um, there are days that are great. There are days that are not so great. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just been a crazy year, Mike. And Yep. And I think, like, back to when this show shut down for, I think, for a month or two, and um, I was so happy. It was like normalcy, right, when this show came back, when our right. couple came back. And I know early on we were, like, you know, struggling. We were, you know, you and Carm were <laughs> doing golf every week, and you were talking about, you know, you were winning on so-and-so versus so-and-so. Yeah. But uh, it's great to be back and yep. talking about real sports, right, and about uh, sports that matter, and we've got so much sports right now. We have so much to be thankful for. Um, and, you know, as you said, 2021 has got to be better, right? Oh, it's it got to ha- be it better. It just has to be better. And who thought we were going to have a significant game in Chicago? Right. Who thought that was going to happen? Yep. And and nobody thought that was going to happen. Uh, my guy is going to be playing, hopefully, for the Bears next year, Mitch Trubisky. If he's not, he'll be playing for the Washington Redskins or New England, like I had told Carm last week. And, by the way, uh, Randy's doing double duty. He's double duty Merkin today because he's producing and, and hosting, which uh, is going to be fun. But I got to tell you, I told everybody what was going to happen. I'm glad that it's happening this way. Uh, I told... Carmen last week that Haskins I had from a source and I hate sources I never use them I never try to get a story but somebody told me a little birdie out there in Washington that Haskins was going to be gone they had soured on him I brought it up on the show and that Alex Smith is day-to-day he's not even going I don't think play so Mitch is going to have his suitors if the Chicago Bears don't make up with him, and if the fans don't get smarter, because he's twenty nine and twenty, ten thousand yards, sixty three percent, highest rated bear up a quarterback ever. And I know people in other towns are scratching their head, going, "What's wrong with you people?" I go, "Don't ask me. He's playing easy teams, I guess. You know." But it's really a a, a hairy situation. Uh, let's hope he can win this game, because if he wins this game, he's going to make a lot of money next year. It is, it is pretty perplexing, Mike, because, you know, it was uh, it almost felt like early on. And I know you've been a big supporter of Mitch sure. Trubisky. If you follow Mike on Twitter, you know that, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. everybody thinks I'm that massage his back, Mike. Uh, <laughs> you right. Know? No, you know, and I've never been a friend of the quarterback. Ask Cutler. Uh-huh. I've never been a fan of the quarterbacks or head coaches of the Chicago Bears. But I just see so un- so much unfairness with this situation. That's all. What? Why, why do you think? 
they pulled the plug so early, and why did it take them so long to go back to Trubisky? Because they didn't want to ever see Trubisky again. They had it in their head from September, I think, from the very first game. But COVID screwed them up. They, I think they were going to give the the, the the beginning of the season job to Foles. I know Carmen felt that way, but I kept holding out hope. I talked to people that went to every practice, every practice. And, and they got every practice. Of, one guy's got every practice on video. And he's trying to find one where Foles had a better practice. Yet we kept hearing they were in trouble. I think it was between the media, the Bear organization. I think this was well-engineered, and it blew up in their face. Period. It definitely did. And, you know, the Bears, we'll, we'll talk more mm-hmm. about that big game, Bears-Packers. Because oh! It's obvious- I don't have to have any money on it. You know what? If I, I've been on a roll. I've, I've, I'm 60, last seven weeks, I'm 66%. The only reason is how dare I go 3-2 and two last week. Uh, plus my Twitter pick, which was four and two, but on the show three and two, that's sixty percent. I actually went down from sixty eight percent. So, I mean, we're on fire right now, and uh, you know the, the the franchise is doing well. The odds couple franchise well, doing well. What does that feel like, Mike, to to be on a roll? Because it's it's, <laughs> I, and I'm and I'm being and I'm being serious too. Because well, since I wasn't on one for four well, years, I'd be happy to tell you. But but when you start winning games, mm-hmm. right? And you get the confidence. All of a sudden, oh. it just it clicks, right? And and that just any gambler will tell you that that one sports gambler will tell you right. that once once you hit a couple, all of a sudden you get a feel. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and, and you have been you you've well, been Adam red Delavid, hot the last month. Adam more Delavid, than that, but last month for sure. Yeah, Adam Delavid said, "Well, it's been more than a month, but I'll tell you this: I remember the first couple of weeks, I was like one in ten, and I said this is ridiculous, and I thought it's because of COVID. But Adam Delavid hired me, and he told me you're a double threat. You can, you can, you you're, you got the gift to gab, but you're winning. I says, I, he says, I see it in the Sun Times, but then when you get off to a bad start, you're miserable. You don't want. I mean, this is the way I am because I like to win, but the last six, seven weeks have been great." And I know Carmen's had a, uh, a down year. A lot of great handicappers I know have had a little bit of a down year uh, compared to other years. In fact, no, in November, Vegas Sportsbooks broke the record. They made 61. Unbelievable. I saw that. All right. That means nobody's winning and nobody's right. listening to the odds couple or me, for instance. Because if you're doing that, you're winning. We're one of the few houses here at AM1000 that's got a wagering show that is winning. I know the guys. I was just on with the guys from uh, Vissen. Uh, with, I uh, heard. Mitch, I heard that show. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch Moss. And, yeah, Mitch. Uh, you know, uh, Paulie and uh, Mitch. Great guys. Paul Howard, and, right? Yeah. yeah. And they asked me to pick the Bear game. Well, I just said a lean on the Bears. Well, they they think it's impossible. Well, if it's impossible, the spread would be more than five and a half, in my opinion. I like to see fans at the game like there was at Jacksonville to help us. I mean, the fact that you can't have 10 fans at a ball game or 50 fans or 1,000 fans in zero weather. I mean, you're going to die of pneumonia before you die of anything else. So uh, if that happens, so my feel is I, I am lean. I have one lean towards the Bears in this game to cover. I don't know if they're going to win, but they're they're playing with a lot of mojo and a lot of I guess chips on their shoulder from the disrespect Mitch has been getting. Allen Robinson saying, we never lost faith in Mitch. He's our brother. I'm telling you, something's going to happen at the end of the season. And they better straighten something out because this Bear team stopped playing when Nick Foles came in. They did. It was different. There's no question about yep. it. You, 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 you know, Mike, I think it's a good point. The energy was different, right? They uh, didn't want him. Yeah, and... You know, and you just watched him play, and it was so methodical, and it was it, it just slowed everything. You don't down. think, Ranch? You don't think that the Bear players who were two and zero 
really 3-0 and when Mitch started, okay, regardless of who, who finished. You don't think they resented a quarterback switch? You don't think these guys are seasoned pros like Allen Robinson and, and, and you got guys like Rokon, uh, Rokon Smith and other people? You don't think inside they were saying, what, what a screw job this coach did to our guy? Because they love him. You don't even hear Foles' name now. You know, it's it. So I'm hoping he wins because if he wins – that the debate's over for everybody, and then everybody. Here's the thing: I got a problem with. Tell me if I'm wrong. I thought David Montgomery was going to be a bust, right? You, you, you really thought that? I thought that. Well, okay. didn't you for a while? Uh, well, I mean, I only because he never got a chance. I, I mean, I watched him play at Iowa State, and I knew mm-hmm. he, he 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 had a special. Hey. He's not a breakaway runner, but he's mm-hmm. he's a tough runner. He's you want me to start runner. naming the runners I saw playing college that were great? That that's true. Out. Okay. Say all I'm going to tell you is, I thought he was a bust. He's not. So you know what Mike North does? He says, I was wrong. I keep hearing people going, well, I didn't know that Mitch, you know, it was naggy. Or you got to recognize the quarterback first that you got and his talents. I know people said that the right plays weren't being called for him. But to continue to try to use the narrative, oh, you better watch if he loses to Green Bay, you're all nonsensical, whoever's doing it. Be men or be women or whoever's doing it, stand up and say you were wrong about Mitch Trubisky because if he goes somewhere else to New England or somewhere else, he'll be in the playoffs next year. New England's only missing a quarterback, kids. That's all they're missing. So, And, and, and I think they could fix that with Josh McDaniel. Yeah. Mike, would you, in this game, the Bears-Packers, um, right. would you lean anything lean. in the first half, anything Bears' first half or – the Packers seem to get off to great starts and have struggled. A couple weeks ago, they struggled mm-hmm. in the second Good half point. against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Or would you just stay away and bet the game? I bet the game, baby. Okay. I'm gonna, listen, let me tell you something. This is the truth, folks. I, I'm going to pick three games maybe today on the show. I'd rather, I'm probably not even going to bet the Bear game. I don't have to. I'd rather lose the three games, and I won't, than have the Bears lose and have no money on them. I want the Bears to win this game. I do for the for the city, for the team, for the organization, and unfortunately, there's people out there that want to see him lose. You know, so uh, I'm staying true to my heart. I loved the Bears way before I loved gambling, and I know that I always haven't seen eye to eye with the Bear organization. But if you're rooting against the Bears against Green Bay at home, okay, you're a T U R, and you can add the D later. You know, that's my opinion. You're listening to the voice of the great Mike North, along with Randy Merkin filling in. For Carmen DeFalco on the odds couple, when we come back, we will talk to the owner, the man Luke. from PropSwap, Luke Pergandy. What happened to Trash? <laughs> Luke Pergandy joins us next. You're listening to the odds couple on ESPN 1000. This is the odds couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the odds couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The odds couple on ESPN 1000. Welcome back to the odds couple. Randy Merkin filling. First of all, Happy New Year. Randy Merkin filling in for Carmen DeFalco along with the great Mike North. And it's our pleasure to be joined by the owner of Prop Swap, the man, the myth, Luke Pergandy. Luke, Happy New Year. How are you, buddy? What's up, boys? <laughs> does, that, does that Mike think Trask? Yeah. <laughs> Trask crapped the bed last night, Luke. 
It was you sure did. It you was sure did. It was a bad night for him on Wednesday night against uh, against Oklahoma. But you know, as as their coach Dan Mullen said, they were basically it was an exhibition game for them because all their starters. They always were, got know. excuses in yeah. the SEC, don't they? They really do. Yeah. They always got he, excuses. They get their butts kicked almost every New Year's and Eve and New Year's day before New Year's day after New Year's three and five, and they always got an excuse. When Saban lost to Ohio State, he had an excuse back in the day. I'm tired of the yeah. excuses, right? Yeah. Totally. Uh, the, I was saying last, you know, watching that game, the amount of money that Kyle Trask lost oh. during that game, I mean, he lost so much money. He lost so much money because his, his draft stock just cratered. Um, yeah, re- really unfortunate for him. So, so Luke, you know, PropSwap gives so many creative ways to make money, and I had texted you because you had presented a – it was a three-team parlay, right? And the final piece was Clemson winning the national championship, oh, yeah. correct? Yeah, that was a few weeks ago. Right. We sold that for nine grand. And I want to let you know that I had I had built up six investors for a grand each, Luke, and we were close to getting the other three. And then you texted me, it sold, and I was like, ugh, because I think Clemson is going to win the national championship. Wait a minute, Luke was waiting for you to come up with another. No, no, no. I, I, Luke wasn't waiting for anything. I, I, I was trying to get the other three grand. Oh, that three yeah. grand's get, a lot more to get, though. Yeah, you know? I know. But I thought I, I love that. I love that one. And that was yep. a, such a, such a. And that's why props up so great, right, Luke? Yeah, uh, I would agree with you. I like them a little bit better. Um, I just Devonte Smith just is unstoppable. Yeah. It would be my concern. Um, at, you know, I'm assuming that they steamroll Notre Dame, which you know, I believe the spread is at 19 and a half points. What a which disgrace. I, I I don't understand why we do this exercise every year by putting Notre Dame in this thing. Like, I don't care what sport you're playing, if you're in a semifinal and a spread is almost 20 points, like it just doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Luke, um, what with the four teams left with Notre Dame, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, who has the most traction on props up right now? Uh, both Clemson and Bama. We we can't keep a Clemson or Bama ticket on the shelf. Um, yeah, I I would say equal action, maybe slight edge Bama. Um, but you know they're they're minus money, right? I mean they're they're minus one seventy five in some books uh, to win two games. Mm-hmm. So you know, in my opinion, you'd be better off doing the money line against Notre Dame and then just rolling it over and uh, doing money line again versus Clemson because I think I think that spread will be probably three. Bama, if Bama plays Clemson. Um, so, yeah, can't keep a, a Bama or Clemson ticket on the shelf, and we have both for sale right now. Smaller tickets, but, you know, if you want to put 100 bucks, 200 bucks on either of those two teams, we got you covered. There you go. You know what? Uh, I'm one of the guys in this uh, sports world that said Trask had a shot at the Heisman Trophy, and then three years, three weeks later said Trask is the next Geno Toretta, and I think we saw that <laughs> last night. But let's talk about Ohio State. Uh, Ryan Day already crying because they got COVID restrictions, and there's some uh, shuffling going in and out uh, because of the COVID. You're lucky to be in it, okay? So, you know, the crybaby tactics – uh, are, are are something to behold, but Ohio State tickets, like you said, how many people really believe in Notre Dame, and how many people really believe in Ohio State? I can't find many takers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, there's maybe a little bit recency bias just because we've seen Clemson and Alabama just be so good mm-hmm. the last six years. Um, but you know, I think Trevor Lawrence is better than Deshaun Watson. I think oh, this yeah. kid is just just amazing. Um, you know, looking at prior Clemson teams. So 
I think they, I think, you know, Randy, you're right. I, I really do like Clemson, but I'll tell you, um, you know, Devontae Smith is my concern. So that will be an excellent football game. Assuming they both win. I think we can all agree, yeah. uh, you know, Bama wins, but uh, Ohio State's got a shot. You know, they got a shot. They look terrible against Northwestern in the first half, but the rushing game in the second half versus yes. Northwestern was, was really strong. Luke, um, with the Heisman now being announced later this year in January, has that helped you guys out as far as – and is, is Devontae Smith now the, the guy getting the most tickets? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we sold a bunch of Mac Jones tickets last week. We sold a big one for like $4,000 on Mac Jones to win the Heisman. Um, Trevor Lawrence is still hanging around. Um, you know, he's odds of 16-1. to 1. Um, So I, you take a flyer. I, I would say take a flyer on Trevor. Throw, throw 50 bucks down. He's clearly the best player. The question just is how much our – voters factoring in COVID and I you know that's a difficult thing to handicap and uh before we let you go Luke uh, first of all congratulations again I I I've $57,000 chief right ticket so yes unbelievable yeah so the, the original bet was uh, Atlanta Braves to win the NL East Seattle Storm to win the WNBA finals it was the first WNBA ticket we've ever seen at Prop Swap we've probably sold 20,000 tickets since we started this um Tampa Bay Lightning to win the Stanley Cup and now he needs the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. That's four hundred dollars, and sold it for fifty-seven thousand dollars wow. last week on Christmas Eve. Um, the guy who paid fifty-seven grand gets the best odds in the universe yes. on the Kansas City Chiefs. So yes, it's a lot of money, but you know he beat every casino in the world by you know he would have had to put up around sixty-five thousand if he went into a sports book and bet in Kansas City. So. You know, he saves almost, you know, $8,000 by, by buying it on ProSwap. And, and Luke, finally, the MVP race. For some reason, Aaron Rodgers had a good game against the bad Titans defense, and Patrick Mahomes was just kind of lethargic, and they beat the Falcons. And all of a sudden, Mahomes went from, like, minus 250 to plus 250, and Aaron Rodgers is the clear-cut favorite. Are, are you getting a lot of tickets, selling a lot of tickets on Aaron Rodgers now? So it seems like most of the sellers are now holding on to those tickets. We sold a ton of Aaron Rodgers tickets. Carmen actually was, is a purchaser right, of one of those right. Aaron Rodgers MVP tickets. Um, so, yeah, we sold, you know, we probably sold maybe 100 Aaron Rodgers win MVP tickets this year. Um, but we're all sold out now. I think everyone's just kind of holding on to it. Now, I would agree. I think age plays a factor. I think that Mahomes will be playing in this league for another 15 years. You know, Aaron Rodgers will not. So, you know, they kind of want to give him uh, an award for as he rides out the rest of his career. So I, I say give it to Rodgers as well. Hey, Luke, happy new year. Happy uh, new year, bro. Th- thanks for the partnership. We love having you on every week. And Prop Swap has been so great to ESPN 1000. So thanks for everything. And here's hoping to a much better 2021. I know you're having a great 2020, but for everyone, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I certainly am looking forward to it. You know, reopening casinos and restaurants. It'll just be a much more fun 2021 for sure. Thanks again, Luke. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, pal. Bye, Bye, guys. Happy New Year. That is the great Luke Pergandy. And, and Mike, I want to piggyback off of what we were just talking about with the Mm -hmm. MVP because I know you and I have the same view on this. And I want to give you a couple stats here, Mike, okay? Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers, I know, has more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes. And I know that his touchdown-interception ratio is better. But but Patrick Mahomes, and you pointed this out, has played much stiffer competition on the road. And here, Mike, here's one example, okay? Both teams went to Tampa, okay? Uh, the Chiefs won 
And the I believe the final was 38-10. The Packers lost. They were up 10 nothing and outscored 38 nothing by the Bucks. Yeah, You know and, how you're always pushing me to come up with something new? Uh-huh. You know. Mike, we're tired of hearing you went to Bozo Circus when right. you were a kid. Right. You know, Mike, we're tired of hearing about what happened at the other joints in 94. Uh-huh. Would you please give people something fresh? Here's what I'm going to tell everybody. Anybody that thinks Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of this league is out of their minds, and I'll tell you why. It's the writers. It's the media. As usual, they'll be wrong, but that's fine. Give it to them. Because Patrick Mahomes, I got some interesting stats. Because I knew I was going to have to perform in front of Randy. Randy's, you know, he's the producer of the show. Executive producer. I said, I got to impress. Okay, Mahomes is 5-0 and against teams above 500. You know that? You know what Rodgers is? It depends if you want to count the first Bear game as being above 500. Because they were 5-6. and six. But we, if you want to give it to him, we can. He's either two and three or three and two, number one. Okay. Number two, the competition that Patrick Mahomes has played, you know what their combined record is, my friend? 52 and 22. You know what the combined records of the teams that Aaron Rodgers has played? 46 and 38. Case closed if you have any knowledge about the game of football, but it's a, it's a, a very uh, it's a popularity contest. I like Aaron Rodgers, but my God, I mean, I, that's why I think the Bears got a shot because he's actually going to he's played nine games, folks, against teams under 500. Nine. And that guy's your MVP. I'm just saying he's had a nice little cakewalk. He has, and Mike, you know, uh, I was bringing up the game. There's two games that they have played the same opponent, all right, common right. opponent. First one was the Bucks. In that game when the, the Packers lost big, Aaron Rodgers was 16 of 35 for 160 yards and yep. two interceptions. Do you remember what Patrick Mahomes did in the first half in that game? Well, for the game, he was 37 of 49 yep. for 462 yards and three touchdowns. And remember, the first quarter, I believe, he had thrown for over 200 yards already and two long right. touchdowns to Tyree Kill. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the other game is they mm-hmm. both played well at New Orleans early on in the year. The, the Packers beat the Saints 37 to 30. Aaron Rodgers is 21 of 32 for 283 and three touchdowns. Mahomes played him later in the year. Drew Brees' first game back after that long injury, 26 of 47. Completion ratio not as good, but 254 and three touchdowns. Mike, I just don't understand. If, you know, Mike Greenberg is on these airways 12 to 2 every day, and he says <laughs> it's kind of like when he, and you know this, when he used to cover Jordan, it w- Jordan was the MVP every year, right? Every year. Every year. But sometimes they felt guilty, so they gave it to Carmel one, one year, they gave it to Barkley one year. Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, if, if you, if you just look at it, he's the best player. But there's one difference but about Greedy, too, and this is what I would, I would sit Greedy down back in the old days. I'd go, no, this is what you should say. No, I'm just kidding. Greedy's <laughs> the best. Greedy understands one thing. There seems to be, and even Carm said this last week, well, you know, they're tired of the same old thing, Mahomes, you know, Mahomes. He's only won one, and it was two years ago. He's, this is his third year as a starter. Right. I go, wait a minute, Jordan, okay, John Jackson or the other rat columnist back in the day in this town that went against Jordan, our own people, okay, and other people around the league who made nothing but money because of Jordan. Okay, after four or five MVPs, it's time to maybe change it up and give it to a Carl Malone as a Life Achievement Award. But Mahomes, he got beat out by Lamar Jackson last year. And so so how is it, how is it a hangover voting for him? It's only happened once. No, I agree. All right, with that, all that being said, and the stats we presented, Mike, right Aaron now— Aaron Rodgers you, you, is going to win. He's going to win, but um, um, for our fans, would you 
let tell them put a hundred dollars on Patrick Mahomes at plus two thirty right now, or because he's not even playing this week. He's not playing. I week would seven. not. No, they're going to give it to Aaron Rodgers. You know the same people that. You know, they just fall for the popularity. They look at the stats. They're fantasy geeks. And they don't look at, I mean, here's what I look at. Who won the Super Bowl last year? And who would you want quarterback in your team this year? That's it. It's over. It's over. It's Patrick Mahomes. Period. End of story. But he has gaudy stats. Aaron Rodgers is what I call a regular season hero. He's got one Super Bowl. Him and Favre got two Super Bowl wins total in 32 years. They, they're stat stuffers. They're stat stuffers, regular season heroes, and when they get into the playoffs, you'll have Favre in one game against the Rams, throw six interceptions, and you'll have Rodgers uh, out in the first round more than half the time. That's, that's just my opinion. That's the voice of the great Mike North. You're listening to The Odds Couple, presented by Props Up. I'm Randy Merkin. When we come back, Mike, we got a lot of bowl games to discuss. We got a lot of bowl games. I got the chills. We got a lot of bowl games. That's coming up next on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Randy Merkin in for Carmen DeFalco. Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. And always Mike North along with us. The great Mike North. The red hot Mike North. And as I as I heard when you were on VEASAN the other day, Mike, they called yep. you a legend, right? If I am correct? Yeah. Yes, you and... know what? I don't know about all that stuff. Okay. But I do know about this. I, I, I have the time of my life working on this show. I love what that station and other stations like uh, you know ESPN, the Daily Wager. Uh, I, I think the smart the smart thing to do are, are, is get ahead of the game. That's what we did two years ago, and I think that it's only going to get bigger. When you see 61 million bucks being bet in one state, okay, Nevada, and other states, there's a lot of money being bet. Then if, it, you know, you got to give out the information, you know. I don't know if I'd get a job at any of these casinos because I'd give winners out, okay? I don't know if I could get – like if somebody says, hey, you want to come work for us? Yeah, what do you want to do? Well, I want to give the people winners. Well, we're, you're not working for us then. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that's the bottom line. We're giving people winners. I'm your stimulus package. Carmen's your stimulus package. Randy, if you're waiting for Congress, forget about it. You're waiting for those people? Nuts. If you had been with us the last seven, eight weeks, you're way ahead of the game right now. You ain't worrying about no 600 bucks. I don't think so. Yeah, you've been, no. you, yeah, you've been red hot. And Why are you doubting me in some way? I've never doubted you. I sense you. something. No. I don't think so. There was hesitation. Carm, Carm by the way, is yeah. Mr. Stats. Like, Carm loves breaking everything down to the stats. And that's his, hey, study long, study wrong. But he, you know, that's where he goes. Uh, I know, and he does yeah. well. He does. He does great. Um, and Happy New Year, by the way, everyone. Uh, and, Mike, let's get to the bowl games that are. Yes. After we leave the air today, we will have the Peach Bowl, which is Georgia- against Cincinnati, and then there's a plethora of bowl games. Mm-hmm. On You got Auburn Northwestern, and a then what? you have the semifinal games. There's uh, a what? A plethora. Plus? Plethora. Of Is plen- that like okay, that, yeah. a lot? Yes, a lot. Okay, yes. a lot. Okay. okay. Let's, let's start with the first one that's going to be on our air, uh, Georgia versus Cincinnati. What, what do you think of that game, Mike? Cincinnati feels like they kind of got, they got no, no respect. You know, they weren't even considered for the playoff. 
Uh, Georgia playing in the powerful SEC. Which way are you oh, leaning in that Oh, the powerful game? SEC with Alabama and the Shadows. The powerful SEC. Forget about the powerful SEC. Cincinnati got screwed. They're good. I hope they win this game. Then what are you going to do? You're going to give somebody else that played in the playoff, like Notre Dame, you know, a consolation prize, and they didn't even get a shot? I hope Cincinnati wins, but I've got one lean on Cincinnati plus the seven, my friend. Plus the seven. Okay, now yep. Georgia's, one lean. Georgia's got a better quarterback, but Cincinnati's defense has been elite I'm telling this you. season. So, okay, Mike Lex- they should, If they had an 18 playoff this year, it would have been better. Yes. Then Cincinnati would have gotten in Major League Baseball, the NFL. Everybody broke their deals to add more teams to make it fair. But the NCAA, they're even letting a team in like Ohio State that only played five or six games. It's crazy. Uh, the next game I want to discuss, Mike, yes. it's team local to us. It's it's uh, Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern Wildcats, who I don't know. I don't know if they would say surprised people this year. Oh, because, sure they did. Okay, uh, you know because I, I know they were rotten last year, and yes, and this that's this, why. Season, this season they've been really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know they are the favorites in this game against Auburn, and again Auburn struggled. They, their coach is gone now. Gus Malzahn is done. Uh, he gets a huge payout, but he won't be coaching this game. Pat Fitzgerald has done a marvelous job this year. The only two losses, one was a terrible loss, Michigan State. The other one, Big Ten Championship, which they led the majority of that game sure. against Ohio State. So, sure. so Mike, uh, you know, it's it's two different styles. I know Auburn likes to get up and down the field. Northwestern mm-hmm. plays great defense and protects the ball. But they Peyton Ramsey's been a pretty good quarterback for him this year. Yeah, and you know what? The other guy he hasn't for Auburn. He's not what they was advertised. What's mm-hmm. his name? Nicks. Nicks. Right. Nicks. Yeah. He they they. They thought they got the man of men, Manziel, right. and one of those guys. Right. I wouldn't bet this game. I'm rooting for Northwestern. Preliminary, if I had to bet it, it would be a one-unit uh, play, and it might be. It would have to be Auburn. Auburn, Auburn okay. Plus the three and a half. That okay. don't mean Pat's not winning. Right. They could win by three, two, or one. Right. I'm just telling you by the spread. I would never, if I had to play the money line, I'd probably play uh, Northwestern. But with the points, and with, like you said, different type of team than they're used to seeing, uh, like that likes to pass the ball, could be a little bit of a problem. But I hate the SEC, so I'm rooting for Northwestern. So am I, and I, I love Fitz. I actually worked with Fitz many, many moons ago when oh, I was working at 101 guy. Sports. He, would, he was a sales guy before he got into coaching. Imagine that, yeah. huh? Uh, but, you know, Mike, it's interesting because, you know, uh, Northwestern, I, I, I feel like, you know, a, mm-hmm. a game like this against Auburn, um, you know, I, I almost. It's a come down to yeah, me. Yeah, but, you know, but I, I think that it means more to Northwestern than it does to Auburn, don't you? Or, or did, Absolutely. Okay. And if that's, that's happening. They Alabama, if their season is over, their season's been garbage. I, I think Pat's going to have them ready to play. I'm not saying Pat can't win by 10 or 12 or 15 or 20 or 30. I'm hoping he does. All I'm saying is what the system told me, and the system gave a slight lean towards Auburn. Okay. And I really like Northwestern myself, so, you know, I'm not playing the game. Right. Okay, let's move on, Mike, to the semifinals, which we've got. The first one is Alabama versus Notre Dame, which you'll hear as well on ESPN 1000. And as as Luke mentioned, it's a huge spread. What a disgrace. And, And I think, Mike, the reason why that spread is so big is obviously the way Bama played in their game and in the SEC championship, and the way Notre Dame played in the ACC championship sure. went against Clemson, who had a full-strength team, and that game was pretty much over from the second quarter on. So, you know, looking at both sides, Mike, which way are you leaning, or do you have a feel for this game? I, look, I don't have a feel for this game. Uh, it grades high on both sides, but to me, 
it's disgraceful there's a team in the national championship, even if they're playing Alabama, that's getting 19 and a half points. Not that that can't happen. It happened with Namath against the Colts back in the day. It was a mismatch. Supposedly Notre Dame could win this game. Who knows? I'd apologize to him afterwards. But enough is enough. I mean, Cincinnati can't play because a team that's getting 20 points against Alabama has to get in because of their name. They would have lost to Clemson twice if Trevor Lawrence had played the first game. I don't think anybody in their right mind would say that they would have beaten Trevor Lawrence. That being said, Brian Kelly says, well, we got a better chance this time than we did last time. You know what? Selling Wolf tickets isn't going to get it done. I'd stay away from this game, but I would lean Alabama if I had to take it. You would lean Alabama because, Mike, you know, and maybe you can help me out with this, but I just don't see – I know Ian Book has been – I love ul- him. The ultimate, you know, competitor this year. Absolutely. He's a, been a r- great quarterback. But Absolutely. I, I don't think Notre Dame has the explosive offense that can compete with Alabama. Who's ha- offense this year, Steve Sarkeesian won the assistant coach of the year, the Frank Broyles Award. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't see any team that – maybe Clemson, Clemson, because I do. I think they're going to win. But I, I don't see Notre Dame being able to compete offensively with Alabama. And that's no big deal. Alabama, like I said, is the SEC. I mean, that's the bottom line. Everybody else is just – I think the top – I think the bottom five teams in the SEC would get their butts kicked by the bottom five teams in the Big Ten. That's just my opinion. You know, like Indiana, even top teams this year. That being said – I, I just I just think Alabama is a juggernaut. They got a great receiver. It's going to be their defense, Notre Dame's defense, against Alabama's offense. Okay, let's move to the final game. Seven and a half point spread, eight points, six, seven points, wherever you can get it. Mm-hmm. Clemson versus Ohio State. Justin Fields has not played well his last two games. Trevor Lawrence was fantastic against Notre Dame. <laughs> Maybe, Mike, one game he wasn't great this year, but he missed two games for COVID. That's probably why he won't win the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Uh, but when they are cooking, and they got all their defensive starters back to Clemson, uh, the only thing is Clemson's offensive coordinator will not be there for this game. He has COVID. So, and, you know, I know Dabo will be there and Brent Venables will be their defense coordinator, but that is a big deal, not having your offense coordinator there for the game. So, all that being said, Mike, what say you about this game? About Clemson, I think Clemson's, uh, I think they're going to beat Ohio State. I, 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 I said on Twitter the other day, and I mean, I've meant it for years, don't ever draft an Ohio State quarterback. It will never work out. Um, and it's not going to work out here. Ryan Day's already making excuses on behalf of his ball club. I'm take, I, if I had to lean, I'm not taking this game. Uh, if I had to lean, I would take Clemson. You would take Clemson just because, Absolutely. Just because of their dominance offensively? Absolutely. And, and well, no, their defense is good, right. too. Right. Randy, their defense is real good. I mean, so I told Carm at the beginning of the year, you know, they got uh, a couple nice players, you know, a great receiver on offense and Trevor Lawrence. But on defense, they got some studs. And and that's what's really carried them. Uh, I mean, when they win, when they beat Notre Dame, it was 40 to 10. Uh, They scored 40, but they only gave up 10 to a pretty good offensive ball club this year as far as keeping the ball on the field, not making many mistakes. They beat their brains in. You know, Mike, it would be nice if a team other than Ohio State would represent the Big Ten. I know Michigan State a while ago played Alabama and got absolutely embarrassed. 
But, you know, Ohio State, at least, has been competitive. Last year, if you remember— Well, how about game, Alabama? Aren't people sick of Alabama no, in a true. lot of ways? That's true. But as a Big Ten, Big Ten fan, Mike, I, I would love to see maybe— Oh, yeah, team. you're Big Ten rant. I yeah. call you that. Yeah, but, you know, remember, <laughs> la- Mike, remember last year in this game, Ohio State-Clemson, Ohio State had to settle for field yep. goals three times early That's in the right. game. Clemson came back in the second half and dominated and ended up winning the game late. But uh, so right now you You know who Clemson is? Who's Clemson? Clemson is Kansas City in the pros. Yes. That's what they are. Yeah. You you could stop. If you don't – if you get a field goal, you're in trouble against them because they're going to come down and get a touchdown. Same thing with Kansas City. You know, if you have one bad drive and they come down – I mean, they know how to win. That's what you got. You got pedigree. Not that that Alabama doesn't know how to win. Okay. But Clemson to me is the class of this league. And Dabble Sweeney, I think, has so much confidence in him that he's calling teams like Ohio State out saying you don't even belong That's in great. the top 10. That's great. Period. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yep. Uh, right, up next, Hawthorne Jim. Jimmy. Jimmy. Will join us. He had another winner last week. And then yep. we'll get Mike's best bets coming back here on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple. Friday night at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. Randy Merkin filling in for Carmen DeFalco. Happy New Year, everyone, along with the great legendary mike north we are now joined by racing analyst from hawthorne race course jim miller jim how are you jimmy uh, i'm good boys you know what it, it, it was a weird year in 2020 for sure it looks mm-hmm. like things are really pointing upward for 2021 but you know what we closed out the year on a good note we had another horse that ran well and made for a positive week and boys i'll tell you listening to the show i hear more and more people that are listening each and every week so cool. you guys have done an awesome job all season long you're giving out a ton of winners mike so i'm proud of you my friend And you too buddy i mean you've been rolling you won last week right yeah we did we had a nice horse at 14 to 1 at santa anita that ran a huge race and that's what i take some time is one horse get in there run a big race that makes for a positive weekend and uh yeah you know- we can build off that Mike, I, I bet Jim's first two horses, and we were texting back and forth because neither of them did much. And then the third one, he doesn't want to hear from you. When no, you, no, he. he, he <laughs> the third one with you, third you one, lost. Third one was great. It, it came up from behind, right, Jim, and got the, and yep. got second. So it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and you made some money, didn't you, Ranch? Yes, and you know what? I never knew. I'm so such an idiot when it comes to betting horses. Uh-huh. If you if you win place, if you get place, you also get show, right, Jim? Uh, if you're betting across the board, right. If you bet across the board, you get place and show money. And that's kind of what it is when we're looking for some value there. Is this horse that ran second for us at Santa Anita paid 14 bucks to place, 7 bucks to show. And that was enough to cover all our wagers for the whole day. So that's what you're looking for with some value is you think that you're going to get some value that runs in there and some other value in the top three. And that's what provides the uh, bigger payout for us in the end. But really, when we're talking about betting across the board, that's what it is. It's a horse that I think can provide a little bit more value may not win, but can still get you a nice return for your money for finishing uh, second or third. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, New Year's is coming. I mean, did you, I hope you have a great New Year. Next year at this time, you'll probably, hopefully, if we're not, it wasn't another good year, you'll be open. You'll have all sorts of New Year's right. festivities, which leads me to my favorite party scene of any movie of all time. It's the Seabiscuit party scene with the jockeys and the and the, <laughs> and, and, and the women. I mean, uh, is that when I think of that movie and the horse racing, all the stuff that went on, and then I think of that party. 
I almost put that on my bucket list. You know what I mean? Do you remember yep. the party, my friend? Oh, I do, and, I, and I'll tell you, it's it's almost like a fraternity in there with the riders, and, and yeah, I you can bet take it that is. however you want to, Mike. Yeah, but uh, it it is. A, it's a close knit bunch. They they definitely have their battles here and there, but they watch each other's backs too. Sure. But it is very cool within the racing industry because you have the industry as a whole that is kind of a family there, and mm-hmm. it is. It's so much fun. Everybody watches out for one another. You may party hard at times, but you know what. We're in an right. industry where we say we get paid to go to the races every day. So it's really not a terrible thing by any means. But, yeah, they definitely have their their, their share of fun as well. All right, Jim, let's get out the new year with some great picks. Uh, you've done an amazing job for us all, all year. Uh, what do you like this weekend? Yeah, looking at Saturday, these three races on Saturday, we're going to start out at Gulfstream Park for our first two races. Race number seven at Gulfstream Park. Bet the four-horse drain the clock to win in place. This is a horse that has speed, has won over the racetrack, and at six furlongs should be suited nicely for this race. Then go to race 10 at Gulfstream, the 10-horse, Big Thorn. And this is one of those horses you bet across the board. This is a horse that was a stalker who won last time out on the grass, moves back to the main track, but should get a pace battle up front to close into. So bet that horse across the board. And then go to Santa Anita, race number seven, Bet the three-horse, Bob and Jackie, win in place. This is a horse that ran huge last time out at 24-1. to 1. You should get a decent price again to go in a mile and eighth on the turf. Again, a horse that should get a very good trip, but three horses that could provide some value this weekend. All right, so real quickly, Gulfstream, race seven, the four-horse, win in place, right? Yep. Race yep. 10, the 10-horse, across the board, and then at Santa Anita one more time, Jim? Yeah, race seven, the three-horse, bet that one to win in place as well. Win in place. Jimmy, you are the absolute best. You we are, love, buddy. We love having you on every week, and you've brought so much to the odds couple. Yep. We wish you and your family nothing but a happy new year, and thanks for everything you do for us, Jim. You two guys have a great and profitable weekend, my friends. You go to Jimmy! One more time. There's the great Jim Miller. Yep. And, Mike, we've got a few minutes left here before we get to, yep. your, to your best plays. Uh, there's another game I want to talk about in the Big Ten and that's Indiana versus Old Miss. Yep. And this Indiana fans, Mike, are they're insufferable because they're finally in a bowl game. And now all of a sudden it's like they, Oh, do you sound like you didn't go there? I didn't, no. And now all of a sudden it's like they, they You guys used to you went to Northwestern, right? I went to Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You want to know something? They made me some money finally yesterday after the pathetic performance they put on the game before. And then Merch drops the trophy. But God bless them for getting that over yesterday. Yes. Oh, they destroyed it. My God, I love those guys. I love those kids. I wish them nothing but the best. Uh, yes. All right. So, the Indiana, Old Miss, do you have a, a feel in that game? At I have like? a, I, I'm going to throw a, a, a best bet in on three bowl games, and this is one of them. So, we might as well start right okay, now. Okay, that's fine. I like Indiana, okay? Uh, the spread is at eight now. I think it's only going to climb. I think Indiana's playing for this coach. I think Indiana will play hard because they haven't been there. I think Mississippi, all right, is a decent ball club. But I think when it comes to effort, when it comes to maybe the best-liked new head coaches by his players in, in the league, we saw what they did when they when they uh, won their last game. They, they mobbed the guy. Uh, I, I think his name is Coach Taylor. I'm going for Indiana on this one. Okay, so you. I'm sorry, are, I'm sorry to disappoint you. That's fine. That's fine, and I think that's a, a smart play because Indiana has in these bowl games again. It comes down to who wants to be there more sometimes. That's it. And, and I think Indiana definitely. Mike, I'm just going to throw out one or two games that I like. 
Go ahead, uh, baby. You got it. You're taking uh, comp spot. Now you got big shoes to fill. I know. I know. Okay. I'm not going to do all the analytics like Carm does, but I'm going to. I like Clemson. I like Clemson mm-hmm. at seven or eight points. I think Clemson is okay. the best team in the country. Uh, I don't think Alabama has ever faced a team like Clemson. If Alabama beats Notre Dame, I think Clemson's going to beat Ohio State. This is not. This is not a great Ohio State team. Uh, they've had COVID issues all year, and I know they're yeah. hopefully getting everyone back for this game, but. I just have a feeling that Clemson is going to come out and dominate this game. So I like Clemson minus seven points. I, I'm so impressed with how they played against Notre Dame. They finally put a, a perfect game together, except maybe the first drive of the game for them. But I, I like Clemson in this game big. Uh, it's a beautiful pick. I would not play that game, but if I was going to, I would take what you have uh, on top of that. Now, my next game is a game where... North Carolina State is minus two and a half, okay? I know nothing about them. In fact, uh, you know, I don't know. I know they play second fiddle to North Carolina there, although North Carolina has been slipping in sports lately. Uh, they're playing Kentucky. In fact, this is wrong now. Right? They, they opened as three-point favorites. Kentucky is minus two and a half. I, I, Kentucky, who would think that Kentucky football would be what people got to look forward to in Kentucky since their basketball team is atrocious right now at, at about a one in six clip? I would take Kentucky uh, big in this one, minus two and a half. Okay, I've got one more for you. Uh, okay. North Carolina, Texas AM. That is a late game on Saturday night. Nice Mac, game. Mac Brown and Jimbo Fisher, both yeah. good coaches. They've both won national championships. Uh, North Carolina has had some tough losses. They lost to Clemson. They lost to Notre Dame. But I like North Carolina. They're getting eight points, seven and a half points. It doesn't matter. I think North Carolina has a chance to win this game outright. I like North Carolina Tower Heels against Texas a Beautiful. My last one for everybody. This is going to be a great new year for everybody. I said on Twitter earlier today this was stronger than my Liberty pick, which beat Co- uh, Coastal yes. Carolina. And when you made that pick, I was like, boy, that's North Coastal Carolina. And then <laughs> Liberty wins outright. Right. Well, this is even stronger because uh, I know if I even ask Randy who he liked in this, he might go uh, the way I think that most people are going to go. But uh, my big game of the day is Oregon. Oregon getting four against Iowa State, ladies and gentlemen. If I got together everybody uh, that really wanted to bet Oregon in this game, I wouldn't have enough for a pickup basketball game, okay? Oregon is seeing better days, supposedly, but Oregon still plays a good brand of football. They're an underdog here. It's a 3 o'clock game. It's a good spot. Oregon is as strong as my Liberty pick was. That doesn't mean it's going to win, but I had a tremendous amount of confidence in Liberty. As Randy knows, I have the same amount of confidence in these guys here. Mike, it's funny because I watched Oregon play against USC and uh-huh. dominate USC. I have them written down. I love, I love that pick yeah. as well. So, Oh, my God, me and you together, yes. buddy, locking arms. Mike, I got to tell you, this has been a pleasure for me to <laughs> fill in for the great Carmen DeFalco today. Yep. Uh, I love. You know, everybody. With... You think everybody's great, but you're the great one. Nah. You, do, you do two things on top of everything else. You handle family business. You do your job. You're a good father. You know, I just get up in the morning, belch a couple times, look out the window, <laughs> say it's snow, and then climb back into the sick. But I want to wish you. Randy Merck, and I want to wish Carmen DeFelco the best partner anybody could ever. I've had some great ones, and he just sets it up on the tee for me. Uh, Yurko, 
uh, being on the bonus play, the lucky bonus play on Friday. Mike Thomas, everybody at AM1000, all people that I know, people that we root for, people that stations on an upswing. I mean, it couldn't be any better. I want to wish uh, your families every nothing but the best to Randy, okay? Yes. And, uh, uh, and to all the listeners out there. Of Believe course. me when I taste it. We couldn't do without the great fans, and we couldn't do without you, Mike. So thanks for joining us on The Odds Couple. Happy New Year to everyone. Safe wagering to everyone, and we'll talk to you next week. Happy New Year. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.